2080 Baseball Podcast, another week here, first week of May. I'm Travis Krenz, Evan Hendershot here as well. When you when you hear that music, does it does it ring a bell or does it do you think of anything? Because I think of like late or late uh, early nineties, I guess. Early nineties CBS World Series. Um I never saw it, but I see the clips and that's what I think of. Yeah, I guess I don't think of anything since I was early nineties, but um yeah, I don't really think of anything. There old, you go. Old. I old guess. is what it was. Yeah, old. What's new is old. We're a month into the season, and uh, I do like that there's not a whole lot of separation. The AL West is a little bit separation with Houston and the uh, National League East with Washington uh, running away with that division. Two teams that are expected to do well. But every other division maybe has a surprise team or two at the top, and uh, that's exciting that we're uh, a lot of teams are in the mix right now. There's not a whole lot of teams that uh, you can say are dead. Yeah, we're starting to get though. Um, My Giants, some some good, you know, like uh, I guess you look at the Nationals, the Cubs, the Astros, the Cleveland team. Um, the Dodgers are getting up there too. Um, the Red Sox are solid. You're starting to get the the good teams are starting to separate a little bit from the bad ones. You know, your Braves, your Phillies, your Blue Jays, your uh, Royals. Uh, Rangers, Giants, Padres, these teams are kind of falling apart now, and it's 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 good to see who's good and, and who's not as good. Um, I'd say another month, and we're really going to know. Uh, and it should make up uh, for a good trade deadline because a lot of these teams are starting to be bad. And usually at the trade deadline, we have a lot of teams who aren't out yet. Mm-hmm. So um, that means we might have a lot of sellers, which would be more interesting than it has been in usual, uh, recent years. Cause I, what I hate most about the second wild card is it's kind of, uh, slowed the deadline a little bit. Um, so hopefully we get a lot of sellers this year and that would be fun. A team that usually overachieves and are not overachieving this year would be Texas 13 and 18 right now, last place in the uh, West. And, uh, we've talked about a lot of guys getting traded and Quintana and everybody else that like you would expect. Uh, but I came across something that I, that I thought was interesting. Uh, you Darvish, free agent to be, uh, probably number one uh, pitcher out there uh, this off season, and it would probably be a good idea for Texas to trade him if uh, he's not in the ra- if they are not in the race, and it uh, does not appear that they will be. So that's uh, a guy that we have not talked about as a trade possibility. Yeah, and the thing about you uh, Darvish too is uh, it sounds like he's not going to sign an extension. <clears throat> Uh, so he'll he'll just be on the market. So there's almost no value for the Rangers to keep him. So odds are pretty good they're going to trade him. And if they trade him, he is absolutely far and away the most affordable, valuable player on the market, seeing as Quintana has years under contract. So he's going to be more valuable uh, as far as the White Sox are concerned. So you Darvish is going to be the guy to get uh, for a team that thinks they're contending and I was just kind of looking at it and looking at teams who might be a good fit and I've got Yankees, Cubs, Astros, D-backs, Tigers if they're contending, Red Sox and Mariners if they can contend. Two of those are West AL West competitors so probably knock them out. So we're looking at Yankees, Cubs, D-backs, Tigers, Red Sox. Any of those teams seem like a good fit for him. Uh, the Tigers uh, minor league system isn't good so they're probably out. So What I like is that the Cubs have more bullets to shoot than anybody. And they can, they got anything you can want, offensively at least. I think that's true. I, I mean, the Yankees did have the number two uh, farm system going into the sure. year. So uh, they have just as much to offer too. And the Red Sox still, even with Benintendi coming up um, and even trading a bunch of guys, 
to the White Sox. They still have a lot. So it really feels like Yankees, Cubs, Red Sox, and two, three big budget teams, too. They can take on any money. All, a bidding all war money. between those three would be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, well, Stephen Wright's down for the year, so that makes the Red Sox feel like, uh, and, and David Price is a question mark, um, and the Yankees are relying on in guys who have career who are, who are known for their inconsistencies and a rookie is your five uh, in Jordan Montgomery. So NCC's old. So, you know, it's going to be, somebody needs to take you Darvish because I don't want to see him on the Rangers. Let's get our, uh, that might kill our, our uh, AL Cy Young prediction though, if he gets traded. Um, to an NL team, then it's done. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but even if he gets traded, I, that sometimes hurts uh, a guy's case. So um, obviously I'd like to see good players on good teams, but um We'll see what happens. But I think the Yankees, Cubs, Red Sox, that feels like the three right now. With Baltimore getting off to a great start and the Yankees with a great start, it's early. Uh, Boston offensively, they have just not clicked despite scoring 28 runs the last two days against the Twins. Uh, Home runs have not come in bunches besides the dozen they hit uh, in the last couple of days. Uh, So their offense isn't quite there. I think you mentioned a while ago, David Ortiz is not there, Mm -hmm. and he was like, the best hitter in the American League last year, one of the top three or four. Mm-hmm. That's a big loss, and you're just not going to replace that. And it doesn't seem like they have. I think they had the least home runs of any uh, team in baseball, or at least in the American League, outside of uh, on like a Saturday night before they went nuts here on Sunday. So if I'm, you know, Boston, I'm not so sure they're making the playoffs here. Because um, that's everybody's maybe second to Cleveland. But uh, they definitely need at least another starter because Porcello's not good. And uh, they've got Chris Sale, and that is all they have. Yeah, I guess Porcel is fine. Eduardo Rodriguez looks solid. Yeah. Uh, Drew Pomeranz is a solid arm. You can go to the playoffs with this rotation, especially if your bullpen keeps keeps it up like this. But um, if they don't go after a pitcher, which I think they probably are realizing that they should, if they don't go after a pitcher, they're going to want a left-handed bat probably because Ben Intendi and Bradley and, and Mitch Moreland even are solid, but... You want that guy that's going to scare you to death like Ortiz could as far as a lefty in the middle of that lineup that you have to put a lefty specialist in against. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'd say they they might want to look for a lefty. I don't know who's on the market, though, right now or who would be on the market Um, as far as that's concerned. Is there any... Nothing comes to mind for me. Vote maybe with the... I still have no idea why. I I think we mentioned this. The Braves signed Ryan Howard. Mm-hmm. And he's still in the minors, and he's bad. That was that was a waste of time. Yeah, I like guess, what? Uh, where is he going to play? Freddie Freeman is at first. Yeah. What What was the plan? What if he was good? What are you going to do with him? Trade him. Jeepers creepers. The Braves Atlanta are not terrible. good, so I don't think we God. have to worry about that. And I don't think uh, Ryan Howard is the fit for them, as far as. Uh, uh, for the Red Sox, as far as the DH is concerned, wasting our time, Ryan Howard. Um, maybe he would be. Uh, we're gonna get to something later later on. He's not taking up a roster spot, but jeepers, creepers, he's bad. Uh, yeah, and what he's probably in AAA too, right? Yeah, and he's so bad in AAA. You he's don't not, want he's you under don't two hundred. You don't want to waste a AAA spot on that. But hmm. um, I mean, I guess if you're feeling really generous to the owner of your AAA team, you get a guy like Ryan Howard and maybe brings like Attendance, six or seven yeah, fans to the ballpark. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why you're why you're doing that. By the way, let's I we'll talk about this probably in a different podcast. I just want to mention Dansby Swanson has been awful. Uh, let's probably monitor that. Um, but he has been flat out awful, terrible, terrible, terrible player this so year. So you're telling me the 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 top prospects don't always work out? 
I st- at least I, not right away. Not right away. I, I still like him a lot, uh, but he, I think they're going to just let him play it out. Um, but, I mean, the thing about him is he's been as bad as Byron Buxton this year, and nobody's talking about Dansby Swanson right now. So uh, that's worth noting for sure. What I like are prospects that come up and are good right away, are better than they were in the minors. And that's Cody Bellinger. He is. He's the best thing the Dodgers have had for the past week and a half since he's been up. I think five home runs in 11 games. That's I think that's the most to start a career. Puig had a great run uh, when he first got called up five years ago or so. But Bellinger, uh, the plan was to you know bring him up for a week, send him down when Jock Peterson uh, got healthy. Jock Peterson is up. Adrian Gonzalez now is uh, down for the first time in his career. Uh, and if he's he's only got one year left on the contract, so uh, $18 million. So Bellinger's the guy, first mm-hmm. base, outfield, wherever. Um, and he's been fantastic. Yeah, and the thing about a guy like him is um, he has basically no flaws in his game. So mm-hmm. uh, you're looking at uh, Freddie Freeman type player probably, maybe with a little bit more power and better at defense. So this is, I mean, Freddie Freeman's probably the most underrated player in baseball um, as far as that casual fan's concerned. We're looking at a guy in Bellinger who has the tools to be a better version of Freddie Freeman, which is, uh, you know, a skinny guy with, uh, with power um, that's better at defense and maybe he's faster. I mean, the Dodgers have something here that's very enviable, I guess. I like prospects when they come up and they're good right away. God, yeah. that's, that's, you don't have to wait a couple of years. You don't have to be patient. This guy's good. He's good right away. He doesn't need any adjustment period. So that's fun. Yeah, and he's young too, so it's not like they had Is to he wait. Twenty-one. Yeah, so it's not like they had to wait until he's uh, twenty-five. You know, so that's another valuable uh, thing about him too. Um, you know, with guys like Judge and Sano, who um, are both really good, um, they had to develop a little while, and they're older. Uh, so, and let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. Triple slash for Judge: three twenty, four sixteen, seventy-seven, seven seventy-three. Entering today, Sano: three thirteen, four forty-one, six sixty-seven. Really good, but you had to wait for them. Um, Bellinger, yeah, so no, with the uh, last year was not good in the Tommy John. Mm-hmm. And Judge uh, was a Took college a player and um, big, slow swing at first, really needed time to develop. So um, there's that. Bellinger's big, but he's quick, quick swing, power swing. I mean, he does not look like he can hit home runs like he does. Uh, the, the Dodgers, you got to be jealous when the, when a team with that much money gets a prospect like this. I mean, yeah. that's not fair, but <laughs> save a lot of money for a lot of years on a guy who's your best hitter. Yeah. And same with Seager too. Like they're two best players that barely paying them anything. And Jock Peterson too. Um, the Dodgers are, I mean, I know they have some pretty big salary cap issues, but once these guys like Gonzalez and, um, Ethier, yeah, Ethier never healthy. and, uh, a lot of those guys, once, once they can get under out from under those guys, because Grandal is another good player that they don't play, pay that much, and Turner's not getting a ton of money, even though he just got a big deal. Um, this team, man, they're going to be able to spend a lot. I would assume they're probably going to be in it on one of the big pitchers this offseason, Darvish maybe. Um, maybe they try to bring in Darvish and say, uh, show them they want him early, and um, then you kind of get a good... Um, little heads up. Yeah, so... That's that's a that's maybe an option, but uh, the Dodgers are they're in really good shape right now to bring on a guy like uh, Arietta or Darvish or Tanaka. How about uh, an Ian Kennedy? Since he's pitched very well 
He's not going to be like, because he's pitched very well for Kansas City. Or Vargas for Kansas and, City. Oh, Vargas, yeah, I think, yeah. Either of them. Um, those are other guys that can be in the mix to be a, you know, 3-4 guy. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good uh, pitchers that are going to be free agents. Marco Estrada. Um, Miguel Gonzalez has been good this year. Uh, Liriano's solid. Um, there are a lot of really good. Pineda's been good. There are a lot of really solid uh, guys that are going to be free agents this year, Jared Weaver. <laughs> um, so, solid, yeah, solid as they come. Solid at, at slow, throwing really slow. I look but, forward to seeing him at the amateur tournament this year in Sioux Falls. Yeah. Or in Mitchell, wherever it's at. Well, yeah, maybe he'll be in the B. But, very exciting. Um, uh, I've, I've heard the plank bankers aren't very good, according to Marcus they need Traxler. need a guy? So, uh, yeah, maybe. According to Marcus <laughs> Traxler, best uh, uniform slash nickname of any team. Plankenden? The bankers. The bankers. And Number, they're, what are they, purple and purple yellow? Purple and yellow, yeah. Best combination, best name. According to Marcus. You know, I tried to According wrangle him. him over here today. I think I think he's at an amateur game right now. <laughs> Jesus. But uh I don't know, man. I don't know what's I don't know. Yeah, he could yeah, he's 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 busy, I guess. <laughs> I guess yeah, I don't know what the uh I don't know if there are any other better ones, I guess. It's pretty uh, solid. I like I that. had an idea of the newspaper, uh the Mitchell papers, I like to call it. Oh. Uh sponsoring the team. You call them the scribes. The scribes. Not the scrubs, the scribes. <laughs> well, you'd be calling them the scrubs pretty quick, I feel like. The Mitchell paper doesn't have to have the players, they just... Mitchell paper's already got a pitcher on staff. Who's this? Uh, Adam Kaus. Is that right? Pitched for four corners last year. Oh, good. So we already got a pitcher on well, that's staff. That's all you need. No yeah. one else can play. Um, that's it. You got a pitcher. You got one uh, yeah. one position pitcher down. Pitcher slash shortstop. There you go. Cool. I, yeah, nobody else. Marcus could catch probably, right? Probably. We'll see. First Block base. the balls. <laughs> I don't know. Block the balls. Anyway. <laughs> the real deal's got great speed. <laughs> Does uh, he? <laughs> no, I don't know. Anyway. Sano and Judge, I think Sano's going to end up with more war, larger war, whatever you want to say. Would you say Judge will be, I think, if we want to judge it on well, that? Well, it helps that Sano plays third. And uh, he's very good at third. But then you said uh, with Kiermaier and Judge. Yeah, apparently Judge is way up there in defensive run saved right now or something, but I don't expect that to be sustainable. But then again... Um, it's a good start. Yeah. But anyway, Darvish, I think we got him narrowed down to three teams right now. We'll see what happens. Um, but another thing I wanted to mention, unless you have anything else you want to mention on that. No. Um, so I was watching the Yankees, as I do, and they are playing the Cubs this weekend, who don't look very good, by the way, which is why I think they should probably look at Darvish. So Starlin Castro played on the Cubs for a long time. Um, Starlin Castro is going to be starting his age 28 season next year. If he finishes this year, he's the league leader in hits right now. If he finishes this year with 175 hits, he'll have 1,322 hits entering next season. His age 28 he will season. Not, he will not get a thousand, 3,000. That's... Let, here's hear me out here. But if he hits 155 hits over the next seven seasons, <clears throat> and then 130 over the next five after that, a lot of time he'll still f- retire um, at his age 38 season. It's not we won't even be playing till he's th- uh, f- uh, 40, and he'd have three less hits than Craig Biggio. And Biggio has 3,045, 60, So that would give Starlin Castro. And what would, if he continues at the pace he's at, a 98 if. career OPS plus still. That's and bad. he'd have 3,057 hits. Do Hall of Fame voters vote Starlin Castro in uh, it just because he has 3,000 hits? And he would be an accumulator, basically. That'd be an interesting discussion. 
Well, that's why I'm asking you. Would you vote would for Starlin Castro's would I 90? Vote for him? Would you Starlin Castro, no, no, a failed that. shortstop who no. played second base, 98 career OPS with 3,000 hits? You no, would know. I would because he would because he'd have because he would have played for 20 years, mm-hmm. and it would just be a. Isn't that crazy though? Though if he finishes with yeah. if he gets 130 more hits, which is reasonable considering the way he's hitting this year, he'll have 1,300 hits already. He plays like because he started really young, and if he plays long enough, if he wants to play for 20 years. He seems like the kind of guy that's going to rack up hits because he doesn't walk. So he'll yep. still be bad, arguably, but he'll get hits. So I feel like Starlin Castro could have 3,000 hits. That's horrible. Could, yeah. He's almost, uh, he'll be halfway there next year. Starlin Castro might get in the Hall of Fame. This is what yeah. I want. This is what I wanted to bring up. Starlin Castro, if he hits 3,000 hits, he's going to get into the Hall of Fame. You know he's going to. Boy, hopefully we've evolved, uh, you know, when that time comes. I agree. I don't 20 think, years from now. I don't think by any stretch a guy that hits the way he has hit so yeah, far should be, be in the hall that. of fame yeah. but he could be i just wanted to mention that, that is, yeah. considering uh i couldn't believe how many hits he had but uh it's stunning I, I just don't i don't understand how he could uh have this many hits already I he, guess made, he a, made an all-star game or two one or two yeah. early on yeah and he just seems made, to be uh, three of them hitting i mean he's been really good this year <laughs> really Never good really, he, he seems to be uh you know, kind of finding his power stroke too. Um, and he's at least laying off like five or six more pitches every, you know, 30 pitches he gets maybe. So it'd be nice to see. And this him. is maybe a time when you would look at a guy like this who is 27 to mm-hmm. maybe make that next little step. If like he Aaron Hicks. Oh, yes. Aaron Hicks, also 27. One of the uh, best having players the, in the American having League. the weeks of his life. Just what if he keeps home? it up? Last year, Brian Cashman was saying he's going to be the next Jackie Bradley. So we'll yeah. see. High praise, high praise indeed. <laughs> well, um, anyway, I wanted yeah. to bring that Starling Castro thing up. I thought it was just interesting. At Guy least. that plays a lot and gets a lot of hits. Exactly. He's no uh, Cody Bellinger, though. No, no. <laughs> I have a guy that's got a, you know a three twenty. He's an average player. He's an he's the averagest of players. Castro. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Defense and offense. That, for sure. Except for this year, he's been <clears throat> a star offensive player. Seems like the Yankees have a lot of those guys. Um, Hicks, Judge. Way well, the, more than you would expect. The good thing about uh, the Yankees, too, is Gary Sanchez and Didi Gregor- uh, Gregorius, two really, really solid players. Barely played. Just came back, and they were already good before that. And Greg Bird's got to figure something out on the DL. When he comes back, I mean, that's another quality young player. Um, they're looking at contending. And if they bring in a guy like Darvish, that would really throw him over the top. That would make him playoff team, I think. Trade Aaron Hicks, get a guy. <laughs> I don't Trade so. I. I don't know about that. He does have a 216 OPS, though. So, wow, whoa, boy, man. If you look at his numbers, he looks like a superstar. Better than Aaron Hicks right now, almost. Who? I mean, better than Aaron Judge. Both Aaron's. Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks, yeah. Crazy. Who would have thought? What do you like, expect him to finish, Aaron Hicks? Uh, if we just say OPS plus, and the, considering the way they use him, if they don't trade Gardner. To the How are they National. using him now? Are they playing him more? Um... He's basically playing all over give, the place. Uh, yeah, he plays all three outfield spots, but they're basically playing to him to give Ellsbury and Gardner breaks. So he's he's playing less than the than the common outfielder. I guess he has twenty less plate appearances than Ellsbury, Judge, or uh, Gardner, Gardner. But um, he's still, and that's good. And that's with Els missing a few games. So he's he's still playing less uh he comes in as a defensive replacement sometimes but um 
they're using him probably 75% of how you'd use a normal outfielder, which is, I think, the way to use an Aaron Hicks. And he's a switch hitter, which gives you value. Truly an awful player. <laughs> Truly an awful player his first four years. Last year was somehow his worst year. Yeah, I could he not was, think he could get any worse. He was really bad. He just, I don't know. He just needed to figure something out. He just looks like he's seeing his walks the ball are good. He's not striking. He actually has more walks than strikeouts, mm-hmm. which is good to see. So if he can keep that up, there yeah. might be hope. It gives them for a, Aaron Hicks. He's a he's exactly what you want out of a fourth outfielder too. A switch hitter who can play all three defensive positions and bring speed. He's actually running this year too, is which is exciting. Um, but yeah. Yeah, Yankees are very, very exciting. That is for sure. Every player on this team is exciting, too. Good mix of veterans and young guys is kind of what we talked about, I think. But it's a fun team, for sure. Is there anything else? Any other fun teams? Let's see. Uh, any thoughts on Orioles-Red Sox mess? Um, Seemed like it was done, and then the uh, curveball mm-hmm. hit the Boston guy, and then yeah, that's frustrating. they threw him out, and they probably should not have. they got to be smarter than that. Uh, I will say this to start off. Um, I have a lot of thoughts on this. It's nice to see a, a rivalry brewing here there's the, with the Orioles and the Red there's Sox. There's the Adam Jones part of it, and then there's mm-hmm. the Manny Machado part of it. So there's two different parts at the same time. The Adam Jones part is discouraging. Having been to a, quite a few games at Fenway, I'm not surprised mm-hmm. at all um, whatsoever, considering the makeup that you of the people you see in Fenway. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a pretty heavy white dominated crowd. Um, and that's not to say, I mean, I'd say 98% of your fans there aren't going to say that, but then there's the people there that will say things like that. You know, it's just, uh, uh, kind of a thing that you would hear there. Um, it's not the same. I don't know, what, what you're, you're from the Northeast. Mm-hmm. What is it about Boston? Cause the Celtics have had, uh, as far as integration problems, uh, years ago, Boston was not, uh, wasn't much of uh, integration. Like, weren't they the last team to be integrated? I'm not sure. And even like in the early 90s, there wasn't a lot of uh, yeah. Hispanic or black players there. I think it's just... Uh, Seems very odd. I don't know what I'm missing here as far yeah, as... Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think it might be... Yeah, it's tough. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't want to make... A wild. broad statement. Yeah, I don't want to make broad statement about the the people there because I think there's plenty of good people there. It's just I think maybe there's some culture there that just is not um, accepting. Except exactly, and uh, it's frustrating that Adam Jones has to deal with this when he plays in Fenway. It's frustrating when any player has to deal with this when they play at Fenway, but they do, um, and that sucks. But Kurt Schilling opening his mouth again oh. doesn't doesn't help anything. Um, the it's frustrating but maybe the good thing that ends of this is we might have a good rivalry brewing here in the al east that isn't yankees red sox um so that's good i mean that would be good as long as it's not the way as long as it's more manny machado type stuff with just anger and not racism with adam jones that we don't want to see but no you know if there's a feud between players that's fine Chris Sale's not going to get suspended for throwing at him intentionally or throwing behind him. Uh, Machado had a couple of deep home runs, took his time around the bases. That was fun to see. And this was all This was all done. I, I mean, the slide to Pedroia a couple weeks ago, it was fine. He just spiked him a little bit. I don't know why it had to go beyond that, but it did. Yeah, well, I'd say the good thing here is um, 
Manny Machado is shaping up to be a, a nice New York Yankee. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly what you want. A guy who just does not like the Red Sox. Uh, the perfect um, third baseman for the Yankees, I would say. Uh, just I'm imagining A-Rod doing what he would do um, to Red Sox players in the past in uh, the Veritech incident. Uh, maybe Manny Machado can take the uh, take over the A-Rod role, hopefully. But most hated player in the game. I, I don't want that. <laughs> well, I don't want that. I just want him to be the most hated Yankee from the Red Sox. Can you imagine Harper and Machado? Man, that'd be My fun. God. Uh, I think they will have zero chance of affording both of those no. players, uh, considering the luxury tax. But um, yeah, that's been an interesting uh, situation. And uh, it's good that both teams are good so that it can be more interesting. You know, if it was Blue Jays the way they are right now and the Red Sox, that would not be interesting. Aaron Judge, going back to him, uh, you've seen him more than I have. Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez, when they both went on those hot streaks for like a month. I saw numbers, they were basically the same, um, comparable. Yeah, I mean, it's been similar. The more exciting thing about Gary Sanchez is uh, when he did that last year, Aaron Judge was awful at the same time. They were both up. So Sanchez just did it right away, Mm -hmm. and Judge stunk like, trash player which was fine because you're you know what kind of player he is and he's done that every time he's brought up he's kind of been bad um so i think it was more exciting when gary judge just came up and just started because they shouldn't have been um competing at that point because they just traded miller and chapman and then all of a sudden they're just being good still so that was exciting um and he ended the season doing very well judge still has the opportunity to be worse for the next few months and his numbers will come down so sanchez was just more exciting due to the time he was good um and you know you end the year so you have all off season to be thinking about how good he was judge what if he falls apart um that would uh, ruin a little bit of the you know mythical type figure he's become and he's hitting the balls like stanton he's cleared stanton out of the most powerful hitter in baseball now. that's what's most exciting about him uh sanchez what he was doing last year that was exciting is he just throw rockets to second base and throw everyone out that was very exciting uh judge's thing is hitting monster home runs which is also very exciting um i like having both of them sanchez hasn't he's been hurt so you, we barely see him play this year but i definitely like having two players like that that mm-hmm. is for two players with big arms and big power that's fun that's a fun type of player other uh, things of note that i saw this week that were interesting or head scratchers kenley jansen came into a 10 to 1 game in the ninth inning saturday night he had not he had pitched one time in a week so that makes sense mm-hmm. uh but they threw him out there for 33 pitches he came in with a one out in the eighth inning and uh, he pitched a full inning, got three outs. They needed somebody else to come in to throw one pitch to get out of the inning. But it uh, seems like a lot of pitches for your closer in a nine-run game. And they were rained out Sunday. So want to get them work, obviously. Uh, 33 pitches, that is a lot of work. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I don't know what uh, they were thinking. Other than you want to get them work. I don't yeah. know what you're... I wouldn't do that. I, just, I think it was I even like a 5-1 game in the 8th, so that's a little bit more acceptable. 5-1 in the 8th, then it's, I mean, probably the, the uh, 5 runs in the, like Bellinger hit a grand slam. Well, I know you want to... probably didn't help. You, you know. want to give your guys live at bat, or pitching against live at bats, maybe, but I would just say bullpen session, don't even put them in, honestly. Yeah. Just give them, give them 
you know, 50 low stress bullpen throws and let him do that. Why, why do that? I, I've never really understood that. I guess I don't know. Cause I'm not a player. It's a waste. Maybe players like to throw every, you know, maybe they get antsy. I don't know. I, I think it's a waste. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that. I would have just thrown in, you know, Sergio Romo, who's been bad. I don't know if he was available in that situation, but somebody um, else. You had Kershaw go in the eighth inning, easy night. Yeah. I mean, what do you got a nine run lead? Was it throw, yeah. uh, they brought in Puig. Let him pitch. Throw in Puig. How, you know, uh, Jimenez came in for the Twins, their backup catcher, again this week. That's never good. But uh, that is interesting to have a guy, a non-pitcher, come in, and he's done fine both times in a handful of pitches, to save a guy for getting getting up in the bullpen, save him for an inning, or not even an inning. It's the, an interesting strategy. The bad thing there, though, is what if your backup catcher gets hurt pitching? That's fine. Um, That's, is it? Are, are you Dick Bramer? Are you... Twins broadcaster Dick Bramer? No, I just okay. I don't I don't I know he's bad, but um I just don't love the idea. I don't love it. It would I have mean, to be a non-impact like a Chris Jimenez doesn't I, matter. But. I was actually I was I don't know if this is true or not. John Smoltz said it on the uh, Fox broadcast yesterday for the Cubs Yankees, but he said Bobby Cox never used a position player ever. Pitching. And, and he, and he pitched, was a manager and he, for man, was a manager years. forever, and he never did that. I couldn't really? believe it. But then again, you think. They were good for a long time, yeah, but still, so, there were some bad teams in there. But that's the thing about today's game and the game of the past. Never. You wouldn't use your relief pitchers for just, you know, you wouldn't throw a guy, oh, um, you're, you're going to go in and get one out. You wouldn't do that. Now you do that, and you waste all your pitchers, and you have you end up having to throw a guy like that. Um, I think it's just the way that bullpen has changed and how you have all these power arms in there now. But I don't like, I don't like using position players. Just don't find a way around it. Do what the Yankees did. They put it ended yeah. up losing them the game, but put your pitcher at a position. It was creative. Yeah, do that. Like uh, throwing a relief, uh, throwing a position player in there is a dangerous, dangerous thing. I a think. discussion for another time. That's why Hunter Green is exciting. He's going to be a pitcher, and they were talking about how how could you make that work? You just could not with his arm. You need the rest with the arm. Otani's doing it in Japan, though. He's mostly a DH. Yeah, but with the arm, like playing in the field and having that added value of a, because he's a tremendous shortstop, apparently, and having that, you just could not do that. The strain on the arm, apparently, yeah. you just, you could do it if he was a bullpen guy, but then you're taken away from him being a starter and you want him to be a starter. So if you want him to be a bullpen guy, you could do defense too. Ideally, but you, you do, want him to be a starter. Ideally, you do starter DH if you're gonna if you're gonna yeah. have a two way player. I'd be fine with that. Why? That's very exciting you know. to see these guys when they come around in the next five years. What happens? And hopefully, an organization is what's the word? Bold, progressive enough <laughs> to say yes. Yeah, so, Tani, we want you to DH, and hopefully, he can be a good enough hitter to do that. I feel like the justification for doing that is you're probably going to get a good player for the time you have them under arbitration and then let them walk on free agency when they're uh, uh this is a horrible approach from the player's perspective but if you're a general manager you say oh, okay we'll get the most value out of this guy for what the seven eight years or whatever we have him and then we'll uh, let him walk and uh play injured for the rest of his career somewhere else you don't love that if you're the players association um but uh, if you're a team, you think, you know what, maybe I take Hunter Green and I just wear him down and get as much, you know, get a 12-war player or something if he's good. And you're just totally just a superstar player and then just wear him down and let him walk. 
I know yeah. pitching and hitting is very difficult, and I think baseball is the most difficult sport. But why can't I mean? When, when, and we've had good hitting pitchers, but like there's somebody got to be out there in the last since Babe Ruth that can hit well, that can pitch decent, that isn't terrible. I mean, it's just we've got the guys that can hit you know a handful of home runs each year, but and, and just to be a regular player, it seems like that that's the next thing. With the, with the value and I think I I still think especially if it's if it is a reliever you're gonna want teams a special you're gonna want your guy to just focus only on pitching or focus only and on with hitting. like for That's the why. for a roster spot if you can have a guy like a pitcher that you can also put in in the field. And it's not a liability. I think that's a great. Well, the Padres extra. tried that and it didn't work. Oh. I, I just he's he's, he's got to be good. <laughs> he's got to be at least average or slightly below average. It it's one of the two. I'll sacrifice one of the two. I think it's asking a lot because what you're asking a player to do is you're asking a player to not learn one thing uh, really well. Learn to do one thing really well, and that could there's a huge there's a high this is a high risk high reward situation. You're asking a player to. Uh, basically maybe hurt their future value or maybe you're you're asking a player to maybe be an average major league hitter or you're asking them to be a super duper star utility pitcher uh, mm-hmm. hitter um, there's a huge risk there as far as your future your, your future earnings are concerned that's why i wouldn't do it if i'm a like player it would have to be a bullpen guy like how much i mean how much i'm asking you know 40 50 innings whatever i'm asking from you so there's a lot of time to to do something other than pitch. Yeah, I mean, if you're asking that many innings, that's not very many, but you better Once be, or twice better a week. be pretty good. Um, oh, man, that's tough. You couldn't like, you, you, you couldn't you, DH that guy in an American League, though, because you couldn't use him in the game you DH. He could bat for himself? Yeah, in but a then you'd have situation. to... But you'd have to basically Byron, play and, him and, to close and, out games, And then though. you hit for bucks, and that's what you... It, it would um, be t- it yeah. would be very ch- it, this is a very challenging yeah uh, it's never going to happen convince the players and the team you'd have to convince everybody it is just this is a no well I, I, <laughs> I was very impressed with how good of a hitter Rick and Keel was mm-hmm. considering he was he was a very good pitcher mm-hmm. and he had to for a season start from scratch <laughs> yeah and he worked his way up and he was a competent hitter for a year or two and stuck around even longer than that at not very good but. Amazing how what he could do, and if he could be a that pitcher hitter combo. I just think it's hard to focus on. It is both. very hard. It'd be hard. Pitching's hard. Hitting's probably being a good hitter is hard, but being an okay hitter is probably easier than being a, a good pitcher. I would assume. And like but, uh, maybe like a catcher, because uh, Drew Butera has pitched a couple times and he can throw well into the nineties. That's an. I feel like ideally you'd want it to be your first baseman, a guy who's not throwing very much. Maybe that guy, uh, that Louisville player, yeah, could do. He's it. He's a two-way guy as well. Um, I just think it's very, very, it's, you're asking the player a lot, I think. And you, if, if you want to do that, it better be a guy who, man, I think it was, yeah, it's, it's, it's gotta be somebody that has to want to do it. And you and can't, somebody the thing that, is you can't pay him though. Cause the guy you're going to want to do it is going to be, um, it's going to be a know, low making, level guy. Yeah. Making like, like no the guy, money. Like, like the guy with the Padres the guy that doesn't matter. And all right, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be in the majors that long. I should try to do something different here. I just don't. I just work. don't see it. It is just, man, that is just asking a lot. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That You're asking the player a lot, and I just, I'd feel bad for the player to ask, ask that much out of him. The best win I saw any pitcher get this week was uh, Kinsler for the Twins. Brandon Kinsler, good. 
Gave up two runs, three hits in an inning. Uh, blew a save. It was going into the inning. It was a 3-1 Twins lead. It was a 3-3 tie. Uh, Joe Maurer hits a walk-off home run. Brandon Kinsler gets a win. Win in this uh, situation should have went to Phil Hughes, the starter. Uh, Brandon Kinsler, two runs, one inning. Win. Good. Makes sense. I, Makes a lot of sense. I, I feel like... Uh, it's fun. I'll, I'll tell you this. I hate the win as well. I'll tell you this every time I feel like you bring Great. it up. There's no way around this. It's very exciting. Um, the only way you can get around this is to have... How about this? If wins you, be just a nothing... How about this? If you blow a save, you cannot get a win. That's an easy fix. But then you'd just be giving the win to, to whoever somebody you else. want. Whoever you want. Sure. That in in this situation, Matt Belial won a scoreless inning. Uh, Taylor Rogers faced one guy, got him out, and uh, Phil Hughes gave up one, one run into the seventh. This is not a. This is no debate. Who gets the win in this situation? The problem Phil is Hughes. this is a scoring change, and I think if you did this scoring change, you'd have to go back and revise all the history books because. Well, it's a new rule. We're making a new rule. Yeah, but I think you'd have to. I don't think you could just make a big scoring change like that. Maybe I. I, I'm fine. What, with, what, I'm what fine do you need? Blown, you need. Uh, I'm fine with the blown save, killing all. From now on, if you get a blown save, no win. No win. You need what? Three fourths of the state to ratify the Constitution. Three fourths <laughs> of the states to do this. Uh, uh, you'd have to get a bunch of. Well, would you have to get a bunch of owners to agree? I don't even think you would. I think MLB could just say yeah, we're doing this. But yeah, I think that might be a compromise. Af- blown save, you're out. And then you just give it to. You want to give it to the next? Oh, the not, next. I don't think you'd have to give it to the next. It's guy. very rare that uh, you could just give bon- it to the. Sandwich. You could give it to the most valuable pitcher in that game. And this, yeah, this is not hard. Yeah, in I, this situation, I guess that would be fine. I'd Whenever be fine this happens, situation. you know, it's it's a safe situation. So you know, so you could still uh, be. You could still come in in the ninth, allow five runs when you have a six run lead, and get the win. Yeah. Okay, I'd be fine with that. We'll, I'll, we'll, we'll call up Rob Manfred. And I hope there are more blown save wins. That's what I like. Yeah, well, <laughs> I want I, more of them. I would be fine with that. I, I'm fine with your. Uh, I'm fine with that. I think that would be fine. Good. It's a hard sell again. You are big on the hard sell. Good. Something that is very challenging Good. to convince people on. Um, but I'd be fine with it again, though. The ideal situation, just who cares about wins? That'd be ideal. Yep. Um. Yeah, that was uh that's an annoying situation, but what can you do? Speaking of annoying situations, as you kind of alluded to earlier, um, I've been wanting to or I was kind of thinking about it this weekend. I'm like, who's who's a terrible player who's wasting a roster spot and who's made millions and millions of dollars and uh who should just retire and let somebody else have a chance, considering how hard it is to get a chance on a major league roster. Um, this kind of was sparked by me just kind of watching Jared Weaver pitch for an inning. Um and seeing that uh, on Brooks Baseball, he had uh, an 84-mile-an-hour average fastball sinker velocity, um, which is gross. And he's very hittable. I've sh- I'm sure you've seen him maybe once this year, or at least last year. It's is the Denver, same. It's, it's not good. Yeah, and, and he's he's so hittable because that, that fastball is so slow. It's not a fastball. Um, so I was thinking, who? I got a guy right now. Yeah, there's there's um there are players that are in the league right now who should not be in the league. Maybe Bronson Arroyo, guys like that. But Jared Weaver should not be in the league, and he's it's he's doing a disservice to the other young guys who don't have a chance. And um, I was looking through the Padres, 
system. Oh, wait, let me mention this. 3.31 home runs per nine. He's leading baseball right now. Jared Weaver, five, one, a 5.51 five, five, ERA, FIP, 7.47. Seven. I very badly want him to throw a full year. Like 180 innings. Okay, see, I'm... That's going to be a historic season uh, if he does. I was thinking, okay, yeah, the Padres might not want to... Maybe they don't have a prospect to... It doesn't matter. Somebody else has to fill that spot. Well, that's what I mean. Well, maybe oh. maybe they don't have somebody that can... Multiple guys. ...pitch those innings, but they do. They have this guy, uh, Dinelson Lamette. I do not know if I'm Big pronouncing that right. Big fan of Lamette. I do not know if I'm pronouncing that right. He's 24. His career minor league case per nine, 10.1. Pretty low home runs per nine. Um, MLB.com had him as the, the 10th prospect. Uh, Fangraphs last year had him as the Padres' uh, 25th. Apparently a two-pitch guy. He's worth a shot. But why not? It's one more pitch than Weaver. So with a, mid, a guy with a mid-90s fastball and a nasty slider, why not let that guy just, for your fans, why not let that guy pitch instead of Jared Weaver? Who are the Weaver? rule five guys that they have? They had three of them? One of them is a 21-year-old named Luis Torrens, who had never pitched or who'd never ca uh, caught above a ball in the are Yankee they, are system. Are there any pitchers? I think they might have one. Let me look here. Yeah, he would be on my list. Weaver is so infuriating. I just can't stand that he's made. I'll get you how many millions he's made, too. Actually, their starting five is um all um all. There's like no regular. prospects in their starting five. Uh, Luis Perdomo is kind of he was a Rule Five guy last year, I think. Um, but yeah, Clayton Richard. Uh, yeah, Clayton Richard, uh, Julie's Chassin, uh, Cahill, and uh, Perdomo. And these are just guys. These are journeyman guys. Yeah. So out of all wow. those, out of all those guys, they say Weaver out. You're out. Why would a fan go to see Jared Weaver? They would go to see this guy, Dinelson Lamette. If I'm playing against him, I'd say, yeah, I, I want a Jared Weaver well, pitch yeah, game against that's my That's true. But why not give? I just wanted to find each. Uh, each week, if I can, find a guy who's pitching well in the minor leagues right now who could... Does that have uh, to be a pitcher? Can be a or hitter? a hitter. Or a hitter. Okay. A guy who's playing well in the minor leagues right now. This guy, for example, on the El Paso Chihuahuas. Chihuahua. <laughs> He's pitching well. Who... Who could fill? Who who could go away so that this guy could get a chance? And the only way I would approve of this, though, is is if it's a guy who's already made his money in the bigs. Jared Weaver, ninety nine point nine million dollars he's made in his career. He needs to get that hundred million this year. Is this after this season? After he, he, will he be in, short? Including yeah, he's at ninety nine point nine one five. So if he never plays another game after, he will be short of hundred million. So maybe that's Hang on. his uh, Hang excuse. On. I got a guy for next week. I don't know if you want to save him for next week. I very much like to make this a weekly thing. Yeah, yeah. You could, uh, you could, you could do the guy next week. Um, you got to oh, find. I know who it is. Got to find a replacement for him though. Good. Um, I like it. That's the that's the most. I. Uh, it's not so hard. I just looked in AAA no. and I looked at the prospects and I'm like, okay, this is a 45 grade uh, play. Actually, Fangraphs says I'm a 40 grade player as far as our name is concerned. If you 2080, the 2080. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. Um, uh, MLB.com has him a 60 fastball and a 60 slider. That's pretty Above good. average. Those are good pitches. Um, why not let a guy pitch like that? Why not Padres fans? You know, May 15's coming up. It's going to be cheaper time. too, right? I assume. It. What's he making this year? Weaver, three. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Um. And he's been bad for two years prior. Uh, he was a good pitcher 
like Jared Weaver. He was a good pitcher. One year he had led baseball 233 Ks. Okay, that's cool. Used to be a guy. Your time is up. I know you're young, but you've made your millions and millions of dollars. What is he, 36? 34, almost wow. 35. He's an old 35. Yes, he is. He, he came up at uh Where on the tire. But yeah, he's still in 2,000 innings. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a guy, good player. Let's. He's hanging on for like uh, three thousand strikeouts to get the uh, to get the uh, Hall of even, Fame votes. Hall of Fame votes. Not even close. He he's... averages a hundred strikeouts for the next twenty years. <laughs> Two thousand. He'll challenge. He would only need to average a hundred strikeouts for the next fourteen years. Well, there you go. Um, but and he's got one hundred and fifty wins actually. Um, but yeah, let Jared Weaver ride off into the sunset, and uh, you know. Maybe he comes back when he's 40 like Arroyo, um, but get him out. I don't want to watch Jared. I'm a baseball fan. I don't want to watch Jared Weaver pitch. It's so frustrating. Let's get this other guy who has a funky name that I don't know how to say, um, and maybe he'd probably think my name is funky too, though, but let's get this guy in here. Get Jared Weaver out the door. I'm looking forward to who your guy is next week, but Jared oh, Weaver, this, you're this out. This is a guy that's... Uh... He was okay last year, I guess, but he's a guy that uh, has not been good for uh, multiple years. Well, we'll see. Um, like I, J- Jimmy Rollins, I think, would have fit this category pretty well. Yeah. In past um, years. Yeah. Um, I do want I, I, I don't want to say other guys. I have other guys in my head. Um, but, yeah, Jared Weaver just is the first guy. I wanted to find a guy who I was watching and I was saying, I don't want to watch this guy. I watched him pitch an inning. And I said, I don't want to watch this guy play baseball. I switched to another game. Good. Because I don't want to watch him play baseball. And there's plenty of games available. So, uh, yeah, out. Jared Weaver, get out. Be nice. Be a nice guy and just retire and let this other guy play. It is just the least you can do. He doesn't want to play for the El Paso Chihuahuas anymore. Let him play for the Pods and Petco. Anyway. So this is the guy. Jared Weaver Award. Do you want to go that far? Um. He's yeah, the most yeah. he's uh, the, well. He's the first guy we go with. So, and I cannot stand watching him for a second. So, <laughs> let's call it the Jared Weaver Award. Um, I'll keep track of uh, who who we pick. Uh, we pick first week. Dinelson Lamette, L A M E T. Sign him up. Look him up. Uh, but yeah, the Jared Weaver. Well, would it help if he's on the forty man? You just put him on the forty man. This get guy. Rid of, this get guy rid is, of this. Get rid of this. This guy is on the forty man. I I chose uh, four logics logic purposes i chose a guy that was on the 40 man so that you don't have to um add but if you get rid of weaver doesn't um, matter it doesn't matter so i just did it for ease of um uh start there switching. and if you can't find anybody then go it a little would be, deeper. yeah it would be fine because you could just throw him on the 40 man but yeah it, it, yeah well keep an, i'll keep this one and then uh, we'll, we'll do another one next week and see what uh see what comes up you don't like watching a pitch weaver yeah no <laughs> i don't like watching kyle gibson pitch oh well that's and a good they point. sent him down that he is had a good two, point. He had two options left, so they sent him down. Didn't think they'd do it. Thought maybe take one more start. Very happy that they did. I didn't think they would either. I'm glad no. you brought this up. Good I didn't job, think twins. they would either. Good job. I think that's very uh, ad- front admirable to see a, a team say, this guy is bad at baseball and he has options. Let's doesn't matter if he's played a bunch of years. There you go. Let's just get rid of him. I was I was very proud of the Twins. Good move. Uh, I, I don't love it from my perspective of uh, having to shave my head if they're good. Yeah. But uh, I, I think that was a really smart move. Who the hell pitches for them now? I don't know. Barrios. Oh, I got a guy. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well. Jose Barrios. Let's I get him know. another 100 innings in AAA. Well. He should be called up this week. Yeah, I would assume what he will be. What the hell are we doing? I would uh, assume he will be. Saturday, Nick Tepish took a start. I talked to multiple Twins fans. 
Had no idea who Nick Tippers Tippers well, was. They didn't watch enough Rangers. Games, I, that's apparently. where I knew him from. Yeah, I, I was disappointed in them. I didn't know who Nick Tippish was. He went uh, all of an inning plus, and he got knocked around uh, eight innings. It was eight nothing. Uh, Only one earned though. Oh, thank God. Uh, he should, yeah, he's a guy that should not pitch in the majors. Uh, well, Polanco booted in. one, right? Isn't yeah, that what happened? bad air didn't help, and they called up another guy, who I'd never heard of, to uh, to take the rest of the early part of that game, and that was a eleven to one loss, I believe. I would expect the Twins to. I don't know who they have as far as Jose Barrios. Guys. Is who well, they no, have. I, I know he. he he's, and this, he's, uh, he's, he's out. He's out the window as far as service time is concerned. Mejia. I don't know if there's guys they have that can't be brought up until May fifteenth due to yeah, that sucks. So next week though, that's the thing. We're getting. I think that's what we're waiting for next week. We'll see the White Sox go crazy Good. next week because they're going to just bring up like four guys, I think. But um, the Twins, I would expect that will be something that they can do. And there's not a lot of guys on their forty man that uh, are capable of coming up right now. Yeah, and they're going to have to. They need a couple moves here. Tepish and this other guy. Well, I should look up here who was terrible. Yeah, but that's the thing. They're terrible, so it doesn't really matter. Um, well, they're, they're going to be away, so we need two spots. Uh, please let it be Barrios. He was good again this I week. would assume he comes up. Um, I'm going to go to their roster resource he pitched, page. I think he pitches for him next weekend, whether it's Friday. What, what's the 15th, 14th? What's this deadline? The Super? Is that 15th, the Super 2? I think, yeah, the, I think it's the 15th, but well, he already sucks. threw a bunch of innings, though, so I don't think he would matter. I don't think he qualifies anyway. Yeah, so I don't think he would matter. I think you could bring him up. Um, but there's nobody see. else on the 40 man. I think there is JT Chegua is oh, on the boy. 40 man. He is the only one of these relievers that I've waiting, been waiting literally years for. <laughs> yeah, the Nick it's Birdies, uh, the Jake Smiths. It's it's JT uh, Chegua. Mejia and Barrios is your options. Oh, they've got three guys in double A on the 40 man, though. Uh, these guys? Randy Rosario, Felix nope. Jorge, and Fernando okay. uh, Romero. Uh, Romero would be the guy of those three that's He's the most their, intriguing. Uh, baseball Prospectus has him as their number three. Randy uh, Romero, I've never heard of him, doesn't matter. Uh, yes, he's on neither prospect list. Uh, I Felix think Jorge, Jorge is a is late number, bloomer. He's number eight on the Baseball America top ten. So, um, And then they have Gonzalez and Cole Stewart. Um, oh, Gonzalez, yes. He's uh, next but, year for him. I'm very excited next year for him. They're double A guys, and neither of them is on the, they're um, not on the 40, man. 40 man. So uh that's a problem former major leaguer paul clemens is in their double a you could always just bring him up um but yeah they're gonna be i don't know they're they're gonna have to make a move their decision with with neck tippish uh, i would have went with uh tyler duffy out of the bullpen i mean you couldn't have done any worse and uh, duffy yeah i assume he just wasn't stretched out yeah i mean you had an opportunity because you knew you needed a guy for saturday and they knew it was going to be tippish uh, By the way, yes. Matt Belisle sucks. Not great. They and he was their big relief pitcher. <laughs> and not not impressive. I was wondering. Um, obviously, obviously, relief pitcher is a move they need to make. Yeah. Um, I, the, and we were kind of talking about this before. Is there anybody you, you see right now? If the Twins are just anybody out there around, we were talking to about trade for Brad him? Hand a little bit. If they're contending for wild card spot, who Bad do they guy? who do they bring in? And what, and what position? And what position would you want then? As far as that. As far as reliever, if, if reliever or, oh, or any position on the field, is there offensively any? they're set? There's nothing they need to do offensively. Uh, they just need pitchers, okay. preferably bullpen guy. I've been for two years. I've been asking sign a guy, uh, Tyler Clipper type guy. I'd have to look at the list here and who who would be intriguing. Okay, let's. I'm gonna get yeah. you someone here. Um, with, with Tepish, I would I would you know Duffy. He's kind of a uh, in an in between. He can go an inning. He can go two or three. 
And um, they pitched to him like Tuesday or so, and I'm like, all right, this is an opportunity for him to go three innings, throw 40, 45 pitches in preparation for a Saturday start in which he can maybe throw three or four innings, get up to that 60-65 mark. That's what I would have done, mm-hmm. and it was a bullpen game anyway. I'm, so they, they, I, it was not a positive uh, move on, on Saturday. This did not work very well. Unfortunately, you're not running the Twins, and they won't, they won't let you make these decisions. Stupid. I feel this way about baseball all the time. <laughs> but, of all the sports you could run without having any experience, I feel like. Football, don't care about football. Mm-hmm. Basketball, just a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Baseball seems like you can have the most movement and most moves and make a difference. Yeah, I'd somehow. Say, yeah, I think that's probably uh, fair to say. I'm gonna, I'm trying to get you three relievers right now. Who, and I'm gonna say which, which one do you want? So um, let me work on that real quick here. Uh, just teams that are kind of out of it already. Um, I got next two week of them for uh, you. Next week with the picks, I'm going with the Rays, taking a uh, not a good team because they have uh, had a couple. Win- I think they yeah, they might play Boston, which isn't great, but uh, it's not like Boston. Yeah, I was been- surprised you picked them though. Yes, I'm gonna have to. Uh, well, well, we'll have to see. I was thinking the Rays too, and then I saw Boston. Who was the other one they're playing? Somebody not good, right? Yeah. Um, with Boston, like Boston hasn't been killing folks. So if they could win one of those games, that would be nice. I'm in last place in the pick, so that's not <laughs> Well, we both picked the Royals, and they went 0-5. That would be the big... Uh, I went with the Mariners this week because they've got the uh, Rangers, I think. They had the Angels, too, this um, weekend. I don't remember. Really. Uh, Kansas City Kansas City, and Tampa Bay. That's why I picked Tampa Bay. Tampa okay, Bay, 16 Kansas and 17. Uh, there's only two games difference between Boston and Tampa. That's reasonable. And um, God... Kansas yeah. City. Here we go. This is why I picked the Marlins. Uh, Philly and uh, Toronto. It's good. So I figured two two teams that aren't that good. All right, here's your guys. Joe Smith, Blue Jays. Absolutely. Uh, 20 Ks right now. 12.9 Ks per nine. Okay. Ryan Buckter, a lefty from the pods. Never heard of him. Uh, 10.3 Ks per nine this year, 11.1 last year. Last year he pitched 63 innings and in 67 games as a lefty. That's pretty good. Um, and he had a 2.86 ERA. I'm sure you'd take that too. And then here's your third, Dustin McGowan, probably the most affordable of the three. Uh, He is walking everyone this year, but he's still a 4.86 ERA. Um, But he's a competent arm. I feel like they could get him for a couple of boxes of Cracker Jacks and uh, maybe a broken bat. But uh, any of those three guys, I assume you'd probably take any of them. Bill Smith, yeah, I'd take any of them. They would all be better than what they have now. I feel like they need like a competent arm joe smith though i saw him and i go okay that's probably the one but i feel like joe smith three million dollars is what he's getting paid why sure. didn't why the hell don't the twins sign a joe smith though like what? that's what i've been asking they don't sign these guys because they're i don't know if they just want stopgap guys so they can wait for these maybe three four guys though these guys don't want to play for the twins what if that's the thing maybe i doubt I mean, it. twins aren't they've probably been the worst team over the past six years especially record wise Right now they're not terrible. They're 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 a good team so far. Well, how much good team. They pay Matt Belial probably a million and a half, right? Terrible. Like this is no, a team. They paid this him is, two million. You could have got Joe Smith. This is a team that just a couple of years ago extended Mike Pelfrey, I think, for eight mm. million dollars over two this years. This is a different I front think. office, though. So let's let's give, do something different. Let's then. give them that credit. I. By the way, Joe Smith, five hundred and eighty-four and two-thirds inning, two nine two ERA. 
He's been very good for yeah. a long time. Who, why don't we talk about Joe Smith as much? Because his name is Joe Smith. <laughs> That's a good point. It's That's hard to. Why. It's hard to. But he's got a funky delivery, and he's interesting. I don't know. He's good. Anyway, now let's I get mean, let's An- get the Twins. Joe Smith. Anthony Swarzak is tearing it up with the White Sox now. Yes. Um. That he showed flashes of that with the Yankees he's, last year. I think year, he's added a little bit to the fastball, maybe a couple miles per hour here and there. Yeah, he's been good, but he's still no Tommy Canely, who's at 17.2 Ks per nine right now and is just berserk. I don't know what in the world. Him and Swarzak, though, holy moly, uh, two former Yankee players, and David Robertson, another former Yankee they've got going. Uh, Ideally, going for, for, a, for a Twins guy, are you looking for somebody that can maybe last a couple of years, not just a... Uh, mm, no, I'm looking for a guy who's right now, and then you sign your you sign your relievers uh, in the off season. Okay. What about uh, Jerry Blevins? Yeah. Mets. Yeah, I mean that'd be fine. Is he doing? Is he pitching even right now? Yeah, he's pitching with the Mets. I figured he'd be hurt. Good. Uh, <laughs> I always I hear Jerry Blevins. I'm like, oh, he's probably hurt. Guy with the Mets. The, okay, here's some guys that they could. Uh, he'll be 40, but Joaquin Benoit. Um, I wanted him a, couple, a year or two. Yeah, when they were good. Uh, Tyler Clippard, as you mentioned. I wanted him for two years um, now. Wade Davis. I don't think no, that's reasonable. So Steve, uh, well, Steve Shek. I can't say. The good thing name. is that Ryan Presley's the next Wade Davis. So that's fine. Oh, boy. We don't, yeah. need, we don't need Wade Davis. Jason Grilly's 41, but whatever. David Hernandez. Jim Johnson. Uh, Kinsler is going to be a free agent. They'll probably have to bring him back. Uh, Pat Neshek, yeah, bring him back. Chad Qualls is old and whatever. Um, Any of those, just sign one or two of those guys. I would have been Sergio fine. Sergio Romo, Fernando Salas, uh, Brandon, uh, Brian Shaw, Joe Smith. Uh, Drew in Swarzak, a guy, Uhara, Brandon, all these guys, any of these guys would Brandon be good. Brandon Maurer for uh, San Diego. He's been there a couple years. Hey, Glenn Perkins is going to be a free agent because they're not going to sign that six and a half million club his, option. Uh, his career is probably going to be done. I would assume. I would not be surprised if he doesn't pitch again. Okay, here's some good. So let's say the Twins are a 75 win team at the end of the year. Let's I, I, I don't want Liam Hendricks. Let's back. say let's him. say they're a seventy-five win team, and they they have a lot of these guys who are young and look good. Maybe they actually spend some money. Maybe they bring in a Tony Watson, left-handed wow. pitcher. Maybe they bring that in, and let's say to be their closer. I I don't care what about who. I obviously I don't care about closers. Let's say yeah. you bring Tony Watson, Joe Smith, and you, I I bet you you could spend fifteen million on the three of these guys. Tony Watson, he Watson, would get Joe a Smith, significant and. Yeah, but I'd say only like eight million a year, which would be significant. I mean, that would be, that has to be the most they would ever spend for a reliever. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's say hopefully they have. Let's say Watson, Joe Smith, and uh, somebody. One of those Neftali Feliz. You built your bullpen. There you go. That's so much better than anything they've run out in years. Just those three. It doesn't seem that difficult. And like David Hernandez too, or something. All those guys from Oakland that we like. One of those guys. We'll bring in like five guys that could close and you just throw them all in willy nilly. Why don't you do that? It just drives me crazy. You could spend, you could probably get like a handful of guys for what you got Matt Belisle on this year. Two million. You could just get like five, six guys. If they stink, it's very get, depressing. Rid of, get rid of them. If they are good, keep them. I just don't understand. <laughs> very low risk. We're, we're not uh, giving Ricky Nelasco $50 million mm-hmm. here. It's a very low risk situation no i agree uh zach duke will be coming off tommy john that would be a solid um solid guy um man I, there's just so many good guys and if they're good you tra- and you're not good trade them yeah it's I just it's driving it's me a nuts. win-win i don't understand why if they're, they're good that's good if they're good you can trade them if they're not good you get rid of them mm-hmm. that's 
easy or there's probably uh, relief pi- or starting pitchers who you could use in relief like the angels have been doing with bud norris who looks i was gonna really, mention bud norris really he's been good. very good so there's do that kind of thing you know um i think a good get for them though would be starting pitching is just so expensive and i don't think they can afford many of these guys but marco estrada seems like a good twins guy, he's guy. older he'd give them 200 innings um, oh, you want to you want to get Burt Blylevin excited? Give him a guy that goes two hundred innings. Hey, that's a lot of innings. There's, oh, he goes two hundred <laughs> of them. There's, every year. There's value. Um, Doesn't matter if he's bad. He goes two hundred yeah, innings. I guess uh, <laughs> that's fine. Hey, there's value there. I'll give him sure. credit for that. As long as you're good. But like he, Jose Quintana, he's not the number one guy out there because he goes two hundred innings. For God's sake. Well, you an know, innings eater. Quintana is. He has just, he is not the, you Darvish has just totally beat him out as yeah. the, as the guy now. Uh, Quintana isn't in their top uh, 12 for war for the White Sox right now. It's not good. Just looking at. He's even positive. Uh, yeah, I assume he is. Yeah, he probably is, but he's a 95 ERA plus. Um, and we're getting there. Actually, yeah, 0.3 war. Um, he's been fine. His ERA is 4-1 and his uh, K's per nine is 8.9. He's walking guys, but whatever. I, I just, Darvish is going to go first, if anything. So. Will they do that, though? What? Texas. Trade him? Hell yeah, they'll trade him. Because he, apparently he's not going to resign with them, is what everybody's been saying. So why wouldn't, because you can get like I mean, one, I would, yeah. You can get one good player if you wanted to go that route, one really good prospect. Yeah. Um, and the Cubs, if if the Cubs say, oh, hey, we'll give you Ian Happ, you'd make that trade. No, oh, right. my God. So, and the Cubs are obviously, last year we saw them trade Glaber Torres, will trade a top-tier guy who is awesome for, to win a World Series. Even, I think they'll still do it, even not, even having well, they not should, had 100 you, years between World you Series. You never know when somebody's going to get hurt or mm-hmm. when the run is going to end. We all expect the Dodgers to be good for 5, 10 years, the Cubs for 5, 10 years. It may happen, you just never know. I would really, really love to see the cubs say ian hap you're on the rangers now we have you darvish and let's go for it we're again. going for it because well, that, rotation, that rotation just doesn't seem to here's be a guy that we i think he's a free agent yeah he is a free agent next year arietta mm-hmm. i wouldn't sign him at all no. i don't want that at all and I he's gonna either. get he's probably gonna get a hundred million at least he's gonna get a significant sum of money and i do not feel confident uh that he uh, will be anything yeah, I wouldn't sign him either. Um, he does scare me. I, I don't. He's think... not young. He's not going to. He has reached his peak. Well, the problem is uh, we've got. Okay, I'll give you the top four free agents here. We've got Jake Arrieta, who, oh boy, velocity. I don't know. You Darvish, injury history. Johnny Cueto doesn't look as good this year, but he's probably the most consistent out of the four. And then Tanaka, injury par- pitching with a partial UCL tear. Uh, they're all four awesome. They're each, all going to get over one, $100 million. Each one awesome, assuming Tanaka opts out, which maybe he doesn't, and then he'll get his $100 million either way, or $67 million left is what he has. But um, How many years does he have left? Three? Three. three. three That's for why I, really, I would really like him to stay and not opt out. And he's, out. what, 30? Uh, he is will be 29 at the end of the season. That's an interesting decision for him. Yes. Um, I think he'll opt out because he'll get... Because 33 is a little too old for a big... Yeah. yeah, I think he'll opt out, especially considering... Um, and somebody might give him like a seven, eight-year deal. I don't see that because he's scary. and uh, Somebody might. He's, he's got a four four six right now, so let's get him 
uh, let's get him improved. But uh, I kind of almost you come you kind of almost want him to be like finish the year with like a three eight, so that way he doesn't opt out and you just keep mm. him for three years. Yeah. Um, but those are your top guys, and that's it's a lot of risk. Yeah, and then but the thing is, your next here's your next guys. Who would you rather have of these three? Jonathan Lucroy, J.D. Martinez, Justin Upton. Lucroy. Upton would have to opt out, which I assume he'll do considering the way he's hitting uh, this year. Who's the second guy? J.D. Martinez. Of those three? Mm-hmm. I like Lucroy. I would want catcher. Upton to be the... I would take Upton last of those three. Really? Is Martinez the youngest? 27, maybe? Martinez is 29, That's almost old. almost 30. Really? In August, he'll be 30. because he came How up... How old is Lucroy? came up late. Uh... 31 in June. All 30 guys. And Upton is 29, almost 30. Yeah, we'll see what Luke Croy does this year. Um, Honestly, I'd take Upton. Really? He's healthy all the time. Uh, he is always... He's pretty consistent. He's always going to be a guy that strikes out a ton and hits a ton of power. I I think that'd be awesome. The Yankees have no use for him, so it's not... Depending on what you need, I don't know, Martinez, Upton, if uh, Upton would get more maybe than Martinez would? I would suspect, based on injuries being a problem for Martinez... Uh, he would get less, but he's also a better hitter, but he's also a worse defender. So, uh, but those guys are at least... Upton can't be all that good. No, no, but he's probably better. Martinez is notoriously bad. You could DH him though, Um, but uh, it's going to be, and Luke could. he's been bad. So it's going to be an interesting year because uh, Michael Pineda could end the year being the best starter of the available starters. Yeah. And then um, you're looking at guys like Hosmer and Mustakis or whatever. And um, I'd like to see maybe Johnny Cueto gets traded. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. They should probably do that. He has, um, oof, boy. Yeah, if they don't want he, to sign him. He's an opt-out guy too, though. Um, so he could stay. But if they think he's going to opt out, they could trade him. Um, but yeah, I'd say if I'm the Cubs and the Rangers say, we'll take Ian Happ for you, Darvish, I'd do that in a heartbeat if I'm both teams, both teams, because obviously jerks and Profar isn't anything, uh, Happ might have to play in the corner outfields, first base, even maybe he might have to play or second base. You have Ordor there, but whatever. Um, I think that would be a very fun trade to see happen. I benefit like both teams. Yeah. And Short I think, term, long term. I think the Cubs, um, Hendricks looks better than he's kind of his numbers would say he's just he did not start well he's gotten better he's inducing weak contact and and that's what you like to see but uh lester getting older arietta's going to be gone lackey is not good that's that's real and they need uh, to redo that pitching staff they have all the hitters that they'll ever need so they need to get they need to sign a guy trade for a guy i don't love the idea of bringing mike montgomery into the rotation (laughs) either because he walks too many guys so i think didn't he pitch uh, saturday Mm, no no that was uh just was that the the Yankees Montgomery. Yes, Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, okay. He's fine. He'll always be a quality four, I think, because he's got four good pitches, and that's all you need as long as you locate. But, um, yeah, I think the the Cubs are – that's what's most clear uh, right now is the Cubs need to make a deal for a pitcher, and, man, you Darvish might be the guy. Quintana, though, they could bring in too, but apparently, by the way, Yankees up one nothing on the Cubs right now. It's bad for me in the picks. Bad for me in the picks. <laughs> Is it? I picked the Cubs. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm trying to... Let's Look at see me. Hicks, stolen base. Why, why? Why not? <laughs> um, so does Are Matt. they batting, Matt him, uh, batting him like second? Yeah, they have been a lot. Wow. Look at this guy. So um, Doing something. 
And I actually like that they're batting him second against a lefty because usually they play him against righties just because. What? Uh, yeah, his. I don't know what he's doing against lefties this year. It has to be a, something good because against lefties in his career, I don't believe. It was one of the sides he was terrible. It was yeah. so bad. I was, why are you a switch hitter? If mm-hmm. you are this bad, you are doing yourself. You cannot be this bad. I think he's better against lefties, I think. Let me God, figure it sucks. out. He's just um, terrible. He is better against lefties, but he's been playing mostly against righties for some reason. Amazing. Um, Yeah, I don't know why uh, he's doing that, but he has been. Um, But he's actually been pretty decent against righties. He, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he was bad last year, but he was pretty decent in 2015 on the whole. So um, maybe this is it. Maybe the Here's the thing. He is... Yeah, this might be it. He is bad at everything. He's a 224 career hitter versus righties, 242 against lefties. Yeah, but... A little more power from the left side. He's bad. He's I, a better right-handed hitter than mm-hmm. left-handed. The thing is, uh, he's walking now, and I think... That's what, a change. That's what a it difference. Prob- yeah, what it probably is, is he probably has better pitch recognition and better pitch selection. That's all, So he's only swinging on good pitches now. Uh, which would make you be what the uh, O swing percentage and all that stuff. Yeah, you know what? I, that's probably a good thing to look at with him. Um, but his his younger counterpart Byron Buxton had a four hit week, so that's mm-hmm. uh, positive for him. Got hurt, missed a couple games. Uh, last week was his best week in a long time. Uh, we're still hoping to get that average above two hundred by the uh, I don't know by the end of the month, maybe by June. It'd be nice to see him hitting two hundred. He's at one sixty right now. Uh, he got a bunt, which, as our friend Marcus Trackler said, uh, he did a thing with the bat today. Yeah. It was not an out. He got on base. So a 30-foot bunt down the uh, third baseline was a thing with the bat, not an out. So you want a lower O swing, right? I always forget. Yeah, you don't want to be swinging at pitches outside of the zone. So he's at 13.3% right Very now. good. That's, like, ridiculous. And his career was... Uh, 30 no, he's career now twenty two and a half, so it's probably was a little bit higher than that. But I mean, he's significant. That's where he's. That's the clear. Yeah, it's obvious. That's the clear thing. That is just so obvious if you look at his numbers. Um, so if he's, it's very interesting for me with him because I've talked about him as much as any baseball player. Um, you tell you ask Marcus what two baseball players have we discussed the most in our lives. His answer should be Aaron Hicks and Byron Buxton. <laughs> he should be his answers. That's too bad. <laughs> it sucks. Um, because That's too bad. We, we have a group of folks. Yeah. I'm waiting for these guys to be good. They already think they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. They don't turn out to be good. Well, we're waiting, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. And, imme- and, and immediately when they have like a good game or a good week or two, like mm-hmm. Buxton's there, like, oh, look at this guy. Like, all right, what about it? He's sitting 160. Yeah, well. Five weeks in, what about it? Yeah. We're very excited. Maybe I still think they they trade him, and that's going to help him a lot. I think he needs to get Buxton. out of Minnesota. Yeah, he'll be I, there for a while. Well, they're not going to trade him. That's tough. Maybe they He's will. He's got a long, long leash. That's too bad. Yep. <laughs> and Hicks, Hicks is a guy which uh, completely overperforming his career numbers, and mm-hmm. that's interesting to see how long that lasts. So. I think he can be a seven fifty OPS guy with quality defense and speed. I think he can be that. I have a friend. He said he could be a three-win player this year. He's already almost a one. Is that too much? Oh boy, Being that's a hard for a part-time guy. Yeah, but he plays. 
Buxton more was almost than a part timer though. Would. Buxton was like almost a two win player last year, and he was awful. The thing about Hicks is uh, he plays for Ellsbury and Gardner quite a bit, and Hicks could be a starter if he keeps playing like this. If the Yankees deal Gardner or even Ellsbury, if they can somehow well, manage I, I, to get, they could do that. I don't. But uh, if if they trade Gardner, let's say, or if a guy gets hurt and he's got to play, or that, and then the thing though again is Clint Frazier is just knocking at the door and trying to get up. So well, here's the thing, um, friend again, not Marcus, another guy. Um, he was the he was a big Hicks guy, and he's like, you know, Twins have lost this trade. I'm like, that's fine. Murphy's in the in the uh, minors, mm-hmm. not not of any significance at all. That's fine. They lost the trade. Um, Keeping Hicks, I don't think, was an option at all. Um, you had to get Kepler and Buxton yeah. time. And they're like, well, he could have been the fourth outfielder like he is with the Yankees. I'm like, yeah, you had Buxton coming up. You had Kepler coming up. Who Kepler can very is very capable of playing center. A bad team doesn't need a good bench. No. Rosario was there left. Uh, there's a guy that this guy likes called Zach Granite. Um, just a little white guy. You know what <laughs> that player is. He's a guy that could yeah. be a fourth outfielder. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, hit, yeah. you got to trade him. There was a needed catcher. It was worth the risk. Uh, I don't know what happened to J.R. Murphy. It's a case of, you know, players come to Minnesota and they do worse than what they used to mm-hmm. do. And then they leave Minnesota and they do better. Yeah, it's usually what it boils so you down just, to. You wonder... What, what's the connection? I you wonder know. who's in charge. Um, can I interest the Twins in Austin Romine? Because he is on fire this year. And uh, <laughs> they don't need him with Gary Sanchez. Catcher, Castro, I don't know. We'll see what he does this year. Um, yeah, they need to address catcher. The Yankees have a good history of um, developing decent backup Cervelli? catchers. Cervelli? Uh, yeah, exactly. They have a good history of doing that um, and then trading. Uh, they Jesus do. Montero, they got Pineda out of him, and yeah. he turned into nothing. And Montero's terrible. Um, so they have a good history of trading, and John Ryan Murphy, of course, of trading okay backup catchers that are okay with them and then getting something of actual value in return. Don't trade um, with the Yankees. That's what that's yeah, at says. least the catcher. Chris Stewart with the uh, Pirates also is another guy that played well enough on the Yankees, and um, that worked out too. But and McCann, they dealt, dealt him. Got a couple. They uh, did one of the was guys. The Braves or the uh, Astros? Yeah, so they dealt. That was a trade. Yeah, one of the guys they uh, got is actually like a McCann legit, has done well, like a legit. Yeah, but they got a guy who's like an actual like an Astros. They're prospect. they're in win now mode. Astros are. We got I, liked, our guys. I liked that deal too. That was a good. Josh Reddick's done good, done well. Yeah, they um, they so, look like the best team. And in the and, and Keuchel, Keuchel's great. Keuchel is great. Would you? Do you think it's fair to say they're the best team in the AL right now? They're oh, playing the Yankees this weekend. I think right. that is going to be a good test at, for the Astros. It's not a good uh, in New York. I would assume it's in New York since they're at it's home. in New York. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll be a good test for the Astros. Uh, the Yankees a little bit less because I don't think they're the team the Astros are. They're not a legit contender like the Astros are. It'll be a really good test for the Astros to see um, the or, Yankees. And I think, though, they're going to have better pitching matchups. It's a four-game series, and Keiko and McCullers lead it. So Good. Um, I'll get you some. Uh, I would okay, not. It's, it's Pineda, Keiko, Jordan Montgomery versus Lance McCullers. Knock that one out. Severino, Ooh. Fires, and uh, Tanaka, Morton. So two of them are kind of Seems like it's, yeah. But, First two Astros, last two Yankees. Yeah, it'll be um, a very, very, very interesting series. The Yankees have an off day right before. I don't know about Houston. So that's advantage Yankees right there off the bat. So the Yankees have a two-game series, or what do they got? Yeah, two-gamer against the Reds. Really? Yeah. Oh. Speaking of the Reds, good. 
They sent down Garrett, by the way. Did they? Yeah. That's just the question is uh, yeah, maybe a couple bad games. Well, yeah, but the thing is, I, I think it oh, might be bad. a um, uh, just send him down while he's not pitching and then bring him back up so you can have an extra roster spot. Really? That's the thing. It might be that, but if it's not that, that's frustrating. But there's no reason yet, and they're in first place, so that's good for them. Yeah. Um, Ehunio, is this what it is? Ehunio. I, I think it's Eugenio. Eugenio Suarez. So. Uh, yeah, he's Big been good. Fan. Big fan. Nobody knows who the hell he is. He's been good. Uh, he's an all. He can maybe make an all-star team here. It's too bad he couldn't stick at shortstop and be a good hitting shortstop. But Cozart's been solid enough. Uh, Shebler's been good. Uh, Duvall's been okay. Uh, kind of on fire actually in the last couple of days. Votto's awesome as usual. Um, Billy Hamilton's even been decent. Uh, the Reds, man, I don't know. They could be something. What if that happens? Ryan Price, manager of the year. Yes, that look would at be, them go. <laughs> they their pitching stinks though. So like they're like starting the, the pitching. Air, the is Aaron Hicks bad. The Aaron Hicks of managers, and both of them are turning it around this year. Yeah, the, I unbelievable. Let's. Reds aren't going to keep it up. Good. They're starting More likely, is... Hicks or the Reds? Oh, Hicks for sure. Wow. But the Reds, this is their rotation right now without Amir Garrett. Scott Feldman. Rookie. Scott Feldman with the uh, with the shutout against the Giants today? <laughs> That's fine. Then rookie Davis, John Tim Edelman, and Bronson Arroyo. Feldman, he went the distance. 119 pitches. I, I just... Uh, How does he do it? I don't know. I... Pff, no, yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's your ace. Sure. That is their that's their opening day guy. I just don't. Also, little uh, addition here on a Sunday, Chris Tillman back with uh, Baltimore. Yeah, that's gonna be huge for pitched them. Pitched well, right? uh, six did not pitch well in his rehab, but uh, five shutout innings, ninety three pitches, completely fine against a uh, a White Sox team. That is going to be huge for that team. They just need all hands on deck. Darvish, that's another team that could use him desperately. Britain back on the DL. Yeah, I think he's on the DL. So that's I don't not expect good. him to be back for a while. Their their so bullpen is fine. They just though. brought him back. Brad Brock. I'm surprised. What I thought Darren O'Day would be the guy, but uh, Brad Brock's better. Brock. I would want sure. O'Day in that seventh eighth. Um, Michael Gibbons is arguably better than O'Day. Donnie Hart's a good lefty too. Yeah, and, their bullpen's been good um, here. These when they've been good the past few years. Yeah. So once Britain comes back, then they got a good bullpen and. Um, Miley got hurt, but he was pitching pretty well. And what was it? He just the, the White yep. Sox were just hitting him with pitches. Yeah, he was, off the bat, bam, <laughs> bam. Just do that. Knock the starter out of the game. That's hit a him good, with the uh, ball. That's a good strategy. That's a good strategy. Maybe Buck Showalter uh, is on to something. I think he's on to something. But uh, as as much as people always say how great a manager Buck Showalter is, uh, show me when he wins something, and I'll, I'll tell you he's a good manager because he doesn't win anything. I like him, but it was not that yeah, Toronto game was not good. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was bad. For, yeah, for next uh, next week, you mentioned uh, Houston and Yankees. That's a good series. That feels like the one. Um, Cubs Rockies on a Monday. Yeah, starting things off. Rockies sticking in there. Yeah, and they looked good this weekend. Them and so. Arizona have been going back and forth mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Nationals Orioles starts this week too. That's a good one too. I as much as I hate interleague. Um, yeah, I really like. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Yankees Astros this weekend. I think that's going to be a really good test for both teams. More so the Astros, of course, on the road against uh, over overperforming Yankees team. Um, but if they can win even two out of those four, that's a good. That means they're 
that's good. That's a good sign for them. If they lose three, though, that is a bad sign because the Yankees should not be beating three or winning three out of four against the Astros. Even if it is at home. Where they're just an absurd team. 12 and three. But, uh, I, yeah, the Yankees should not be winning three out of four against the Astros. No way. Especially well, with McCullers and Keiko pitching in two of them. Yeah. That should not happen. Dodgers-Rockies, good series next week as well. Those are your premier series of the week. Basically any series the Rockies are in at this point. They're, yeah, they're they're interesting and in the mix. As Desmond's long as we, back, so. He had a dong the other day. Yeah, and he's playing the outfield, which is good. Good place for him. Cubs-Cardinals, Cardinals are. Turn Cubs, around. They're both. Every team in the Central except the Royals are 500. Jed Jerko, by the way, he is still is he hitting. Still hitting. Last year he was incredible. And this year he is also... Uh, is he playing full-time? No. No, but he's got a 183 OPS plus. Because, I don't know why. Because they have uh, Diaz and... Diaz is good. Well, Diaz um, hasn't hit much. He's gotten off to a slow start. He's been league average. But Colton Wong's been really good too, so they got to keep him in. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why Jed Jerko can't play the outfield, by the way, but uh, I don't know why that is. But Jed Jerko is on fire. Matt Carpenter, I love Matt Carpenter. Uh, awesome player can basically plays a new position every year. Cardinals are, are playing better and it's Fowler's heating up. Grichik's better. Um, so they should be, uh, they should be, and Mike Leake's just been a Scion candidate right now. So, uh, they should be, and Lance Lynn's been awesome too. They should, I, I picked them as a wild card team. If I remember correctly I think so. over the giants. And, Why would you do that? And I'm very proud of it as much as most of my other picks are not, good. uh, not good. But you had the Giants for the World Series, so I feel Why like... Why not? I feel like I just... I'm, Why not? At least the Dodgers still have a chance. I don't know why I didn't go Houston. I mean, they were just... Man, they look good. They, they were my team. That was not... They probably ball. are the only team uh, that feels as good as the Nationals right now. Uh, one more guy we did not talk about as far as a... Uh, this guy's a free agent. Uh, definitely trade bait. Would be a Jeremy Hellickson. Yes, that's for sure. Um, oh, boy. I don't know who he'd be a good fit for the Orioles, I guess. Somebody that they could afford with their just putrid minor league system. That's why they can't bring Darvish in now that I think about it. Um, so Hellickson, maybe, but Darvish is not attainable based on their system whatsoever. Unless well, they the, trade Bundy, which they wouldn't. Well, on the program with this next weekend, Padres, White Sox, and <laughs> Chicago. Oh, great. Terrific <laughs> is what I say. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Next week, we have something very exciting, the uh, old guy that should not be in baseball thing. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's your turn. I've got my guy. God, this guy's terrible. We can, Jesus, we can, switch, we can switch every other week. He's terrible. I'll, I'll probably tell you off here, but God, he sucks. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it. He's good. So, uh, yeah, more stuff like that. And Aaron Hicks. And yeah, it should be, yeah, I got uh, plenty of series to, to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. It feels like summer out. God, yeah. it was hot this week. Yes, and I was inside all week for work, so there great. it is. Great, terrific. Well, uh, hopefully, maybe have an interview this week as well. We'll see uh, anything interest you as far as. Uh... Mm. I I like the trade. I would, I'm very excited about this trade deadline. It's got a lot of potential, but it's just too early. I'm curious who the Rangers. I'm curious what the Rangers want. What do they just go for? Overall. Here's what I Ability, say. or do they go for a position? Maybe wait a couple weeks, see where the Rangers are at. Maybe this would be a Giants week to see what they are going to do. Or the Royals. When do they sell? Royal, yeah, we're going to go looking at uh, bad teams. We talked about the, the Rockies and whatever. Looking at the bad teams, Kansas City, the World Series from two years ago. The Royals, at least, the thing about them, 
the future is bad. At least yeah. you're looking at other teams, the pods, the White Sox, the Giants right now are bad, but these teams have futures. The Royals system sucks and they have a bunch of free agents. So that's bad. So if you want to hear about bad teams, we may talk to somebody about some bad teams. Who's who's next year's Padres? We'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I suppose the Royals, right? There you go. Twitter again, Twitter 2080 baseball podcast. Post on that. Throughout the week, random. usually, uh, usually uh, when I do it, it's in the middle of the night. Good, random so musings. Look, look at the middle of the night when I'm looking up Diamondback stats. When uh, Jeff Mathis is by far and still is the worst hitter on that team by like light years, and uh, he's playing enough for all your Jeff Mathis news. Yeah, <laughs> 2080, literally all of it. Baseball podcast on the on the Twitter machine. Uh, iTunes should be back next week. So uh, enjoy the baseball. It's starting to get good. And uh, an hour 24 we're in, so maybe the longest yet. So there we go. There you go. All right, we'll see you next week here on the 2080 Baseball Podcast.